I am very excited to introduce my guest today, G.P. Lee. Today, we're going to have some fun exploring the cutting-edge digital world of technology because G.P. is the director of UCI's Division of the California Institute of Telecommunications and Information Technology. Now, if I lost you for a few seconds there, it is commonly known around the world and here at UCI as Cal IT2. The Cal IT2 building is located and nestled next to the University Club here on the main campus at UCI. Welcome, GP. How are you today? This is great. Thank you so much for inviting me. Maybe I can say a few words about my name. GP stands for good person. <laughs> Excellent. A, a little bird had tip me off that you might be sharing that with us today, and I'm glad you did. (laughs) So now we have the acronym for GP. Can you tell us about the acronym for CALIT2? Yeah, CALIT2 stands for California Institutes for Telecommunication and Information Technology. Okay. And so it's just the IT2, IT twice, so CALIT2. Yeah, or IT square. Gotcha, gotcha. (laughs) I know there's a story behind that. We'll leave it at IT2. <laughs> and how long has CalIT2 been around? Uh, since 2001, we started CalIT2, and the building was ready to move in in 2015. Physically, we have been on campus more than 12 years. Okay. Did you say 2015 or 2000? 2005. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm. Are you the original director? No. I was not. And how long have you been there? I have been with KIT2 as a director for more than 10 years. Mm. Wow. How has it changed in the 10 years, GP? Oh, it has changed a lot. Look at my hair. It changed <laughs> from black to white. You, it looks a little bit like President Obama's hair. <laughs> right. <laughs> I see how you've changed. Now, how about CalIT2? Has it... We've seen the development of technology in our everyday lives. Is it yes? Okay. So, two has changed a lot over the last ten years. In addition to focusing on research and development of information and communication technology, we explore the information and communication technology for digital transformation in healthcare, wellness, energy environments, and cultures. So we align our effort to all the needed, society-needed sectors. Mm. And right now, is there one area that seems to be rising to the top in terms of emphasis or development of product? Uh, Yes. Uh, Most recently, uh, we have been focusing on application of information communication technology to advanced manufacturing. As you know, this has been our new president's agenda to bring manufacturing jobs back to the USA. And we do believe by introducing information and communication technology, we will bring the most advanced manufacturing jobs back to USA. Wow. Is it ever a little bit intimidating, GP, that you know what is being developed? I I see you and CalIT2 and technology is developing systems, and 
and that is going to be prevalent in our culture in the future. Does it ever seem a little intimidating? I think it's uh, one of the area we, as I mentioned earlier, we also look into the culture transformation, how technology can migrate into our society in a way enrich everyone's experience in interacting with the technology. And that has been one of the key elements in our research effort as well. Very interesting. Now I know there are clean rooms in your facility. What is being done there? Excellent question. The clean room means we have a very, very low contamination. If someone has allergy, you're welcome to visit our clean room. You will not suffer from allergy in our clean room. And we are producing a lot of uh, nanotechnology devices for human health for improving the energy efficiency, for harvesting the energy, and the cetras. Hmm. How are nanotechnology, like what is, what is that? The nanotechnology, by definition, is the dimension smaller than microtechnology. Let's first talk about microtechnology. Okay. Microtechnology is the device you can see under the optical microscope. And nanotechnology is something invisible you cannot see even under the optical microscope. Wow. And you have to use advanced instrumentation such as scanning electron microscope to visualize such a device. How long has that type of a telescope been in existence. Oh, the uh, scanning electron microscope has been uh, used for over 60 years. 6-0? And UCI has recently acquired the most advanced electron microscope, and we are one of the world leaders in the area thanks to the Irvine Material Research Institute. Is that independent of UCI? No, this is the one with a strong support from UCI. Where does 5G fall into line with what we're talking about? Because it seems like it's common now for 4G, but now we're starting to hear about 5G. Excellent question. As an engineer, we always like to have uh, like web 2.0, 3.0. And in terms of communication, we need to have a name to promote the new product. And currently in your cell phone is so-called 4G LTE with a data rate around 10 megabit per second. For the 5G, it will give you the data rate roughly about gigabit per second. That means when you download a movie, it would take only two seconds. Wow. to have a movie at your fingertip. In addition to that, under the 5G rollout, it will have a very low latency. That means the delay, less than a milliseconds. That means now you can have a such technology at your fingertip for autonomous vehicle driving because you cannot afford to have a delay. Now the signal can be readily available to guide you through mm. the traffic. Is UCI doing work in the autonomous driving area? UCI, we do have a group in transportation, and that is one of the areas definitely of a great interest, especially from the perspective of 
artificial intelligence point of view. What about e-health and aging 2.0? That's another big area, right, at CalIT2? Yes, this is a one of a very, very important area in CalIT2. E-health, E does not mean electronic health or electronic health records. It means empowerment of health and wellness with technology. We believe technology can be part of the solutions. I see. Where do you see research, and I don't know if this is part of CalIT2, but you know, where's the cutting edge? There seems to be such miraculous things on the, on the verge of being discovered in terms of cures, cancer, other types of very serious illnesses. Are you optimistic and hopeful from what you can see? Is that part of your area or, or maybe just your opinion, you know, just from what you see? Excellent questions. What we see here is the medicine is led by physicians and medical researchers as well as a biologist, but they do need to have advanced tour to explore the new frontier of the medicines. From KIT2 perspective, we are the technology vendors and we can collaborate with our pioneer in medicine to jointly develop the new tour, allow physician or biologists to understand the implication of uh, the medicine in disease treatments. Uh, so currently we have many projects ongoing, working together with medical school, with biological sciences, and information, computer science, as well as engineering. Furthermore, we also work with social scientists and School of Art faculty members. Because when you find a solution, what is the most effective way to deliver that solution and motivate mm. the patient to go through the course of the treatments? We have to understand the human behavior as well. Wow. So did I, say, did I hear you say that the School of the Arts is yes. also included? Amazing collaboration. Do you have any you know, specific stories of where, you know, I think that's new. People don't really think of arts as being drawn into a STEM type of field. Currently, also in the field, people talk about STEM need to be expanded into STEAM, including arts. I like that. <laughs> and How do you, what, what do you, are you okay with that? Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm a good dancer. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I dance like a robot. <laughs> You're all ready for Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, the example we have here is in CADI 2, the faculty developed a solution for treating the stroke patients. As you know, when patients suffer from stroke, there is a golden period of 100 days to recover if they go through the exercise and to reconnect the motor function back to the brain. And, and that's 100, there's like a golden 100 days? Yes. That will, from what you get in those 100 days, that will project what the future will be? Yes. So in that process, someone needs to go through the very routine exercise. For example, how to regain the function to do the key grab, open the door, and to exercise your fingers. Imagine physician asks you to go through the exercise 
thousand times a day,、mm-hmm. you will not be motivated.、Mm-hmm. But what if there is a, such a device ask you to play Guitar Hero, and in the way of playing the Guitar Hero, we can capture the data how patient exercise each individual fingers, and see whether they are gaining, regaining the motor functions.、Mm. And it's motivating. At the same time, we are able to capture the data to let patient know every day they have made improvements. Gotcha. That's amazing. GP, please excuse me just for a moment while I catch our listeners up. For any of you who are joining us late on UCI Conversations, we are talking with GP Lee, the director of Cal IT2 here at UCI. The goal of Cal IT2 is to develop innovative information technology-based products and services to benefit society and ignite economic development in the region and state. GP is also the director of Integrated Nano Systems Research Facility. GP, I know you received your doctorate from UCLA. When you were a student, to where we are today, are you surprised? Did you anticipate? Could you tell? Yeah, boy, we're on to something big here, and the roller coaster has taken off. And let's go. Did you have no idea where it was going to lead? You thought it was exciting, but we would have, you know, you'd have to see what what was it for you? Can you can you Give us a sense of what the last has it been? What twenty five years? Yeah,、uh, very very interesting questions. I still remember when I was a kid, I never imagined what I would be when I grow up,、uh-huh. and I was so inspired when I watch American Land on the Moon. That really inspired me. That was a teachable moment in my life. I want to be in U.S. And to learn the most advanced science and technology, and hopefully one day I can be astronaut and to be on the moon. But I think that is a wishful thinking. And so、um, that's how I came to United States in the last twenty-five years. After I graduate with my PhD, I work in industry. IBM for five years before I return back to academia and. I have seen such exponential growth in the field. It's far beyond my imagination. I couldn't imagine 25 years ago when I started at the UCI. I still remember the building I'm in right now. It was a parking lot,、mm-hmm. and everything is grown up. And back then, look at the computer. What I bought. Was a 386. Probably not too many people understand the name of a 386. It was about five thousand dollars, and its processing power is even less than what we have today in our iPhone. Wow, wow. Where is you know we're talking about 5G? Is it anybody's guess where it will be after 5G? I mean, do you have to you, know, you take it one step at a time? Are there things that are waiting for 5G to happen to go to the next level, or you just can't tell? Really, we can tell, and I know there will be a name such as six or seven G. I think it's the sky is the limits,、mm. and this is how we motivate innovator to go into the field. We continue challenging ourselves, and the goal is to bring the newest, most advanced. 
technology to benefit the society, to benefit individualists' daily experience, and also help the society in a way to harmonize the difference.、Mm. Since autonomous cars are in the news a lot, when do you think that they will be common? Any idea? That is a very interesting question. As I recall, by reading the news in California, DMV has already approved autonomous vehicle on the road next year. Wow! Allow it is allowed, and to be massively deployed, it would take some time. And I predict it will be very interesting to see in the near future, within a year, when. Some of autonomous vehicle is on the freeway. Such a vehicle will be challenged by our teenagers,、mm. and they try to experience how the computer interact with a human being by cutting in front of、mm. the vehicles、mm-hmm. and see how the car will stop and can never move on the freeway. Real, re- real world <laughs> instances. Very, very. So it's a lot of a learning. Mm-hmm. Right, right. GP, I have to say that the power of technology is unbelievably exciting for somebody that's not an engineer like myself. I'm just amazed and trying to understand and learn more and more. At the same time, I am frightened. And then when I hear Tesla's Elon Musk, you know, talk about harnessing artificial intelligence. What do you think when you hear him say that, or you know, have rules and regulations? Are you does that make sense to you, or are you more wait and see? Can you shed some light on that?、Uh, my personal view is any invention of new technology always has a pros and cons. Right. So the most well known one is. Fire, right? Human discovered fire.、Mm-hmm. I don't know how many years ago, and it has really changed the way we live in the world. That's how we differentiate ourselves from animal.、Mm-hmm. But at the same time, fire can be hazardous to our life. Depends on who is using it. So I think the key thing here is. How we educate people proper use the technology, and in the area of AI, I think it, this is something we should explore. And at the early stage, if we set the regulation, the regulation itself will prevent innovations. It will kill the innovations. So we need to allow the technology to be developed. At the same time, we have to be very, very careful for our innovator. To understand its implications, so I think it's this is the area we need to bring in humanity, social science to work together with technologists. Thank you. Everybody knows, or a well-known engineer, I believe, Stephen Hawking. Is there anybody in that caliber that maybe we haven't heard that you particularly are in awe of their thinking or their acumen, their intelligence? Do you are there any thinkers, educators who are particularly on a high level for you that you listen when they speak? You listen. That is excellent question. The way I think is. Everyone is a difference, and we have to be open-minded to listen to everyone. Everyone has its own process of articulating their thoughts, and we are living in such a democratic systems. So, by listening to everyone, it helps us to really come up with a sort of integrated efforts, a concert efforts. 
to fight disease or fight the crime and so on. And so I always try to do is listen to students, listen to the colleague, and listen to our chancellor. And everyone is a mentor to me. I think that is the way we can really bring the mm. effort together to have a convergence on something. Very good. GP, I know we, we only have a, a few minutes left that there are students and members of the community who would like to become more involved. Is there any events coming up in the near future that you could talk about? Yes, I would like to bring up uh, one of the events to invite everyone to join us. This is so-called Tea Summer Series. Tea is T for T-E-A. It's drinking tea, and tea stands for transforming everyone's aging. And when is that? So this event is every month we have an event. The, in the fourth quarter, it will be on October 4th, and we will perform tea ceremony as a way to invite our students to join with our older adults from Orange County community to have our senior to bring in their idea, their thought about what are technology needed to provide healthy aging to the community and inviting students to join in to invent, to innovate the solution for our community. I hope we can set up example for our nation how the OC bring two groups together and working together side by side and so that we can be the model county for our nations. GP, I look forward to that. And is there a time? So uh, please look up for the announcements. And for the October event, we will focus on robotic technology for assistive living. And it will be fun. It will have chance to interact with the robot as well. Excellent. I'm looking forward to it. GP, thank you very much for being with us today on UCI Conversations. We look forward to future developments and the future of what you will be bringing to our community here locally and throughout the world. Thank you. Thank you. It is my great honor and pleasure to have this opportunity to speak to you. Thank you.